I all know this scripture from 2 Timothy 1.7. God has not, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You know, in the modern church, you'll hear church leaders and congregations, they'll advertise Easter and they'll talk about, come join us for an Easter experience. But I want you to understand that what we really need is not some experience, not some mediocre celebration, but we need the manifest presence and power and goodness of God. We need His power. We need the hand of God. In 2 Timothy 3, verse 1 and 5, it says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. How many would agree they've come? But listen to what he says. They have in a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. It looks like Christianity, it kind of seems like Christianity, but not only is there no power, that power is denied. That flow is actually stopped up. Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 2, 4, My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. Say that with me, with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. And then we understand from what he said, in Scripture in Mark 16, verse 20, they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Our job as believers and preachers is to preach the gospel and the word of God. His job, signs following. Come on, say it with me. My job, preach the word. His job, signs following. So here's a caveat for you and a challenge for you. If the gospel is preached today, should we not expect signs following today? Amen. Amen. Heightened awareness, heightened faith, heightened everything. Well, with signs following. Say it one more time. My job, job. share the word. word. His His job, confirm the word with signs following. He raised Jesus from the dead with the power of his open hand. And he will also bring dead things back to life in your life with that same hand. Why? If you were to look at his hands today, you would see that they are pierced. And you would say, why should his hand be opened? That's because every time he looks at them, he remembers the covenant he established with his father that we're benefactors of. I'm telling you, that same open hand is moving today. Every person in here can have access to the open hand of Almighty God. In fact, the scripture tells us that that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you and dwells in me today. You see, there's no reason for us to fear in these days we're living in. No matter what you hear in the news, no matter what's going on around the country, there's no reason to have fear. Why? Because you have access to the hand of the Almighty God. Listen to what Isaiah said in 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. It didn't say this only works if there's no pandemic. It didn't say this only works if Russia doesn't invade Ukraine. He said this won't work in, in a time of inflation. No, the message is the same. Fear not. Don't be dismayed. I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Come on, lift a hand and say, God's hand, His almighty hand is on me. When I think about what Scripture says about that hand, I'm reminded that, first of all, it's a righteous hand. We just learned from Isaiah, He doesn't do any wrong. 
I don't care what people say or what critics say. This past week, I'm stunned by papers and organizations like the New York Times who chose to let a columnist talk about how our evil God shouldn't be extolled in worship because of all the death he has wrought through the centuries on other people. I'm thinking to myself, why don't you let somebody who loves Christ write an article in your paper this week instead of attacking millions of people in a holy week like this? It doesn't matter what they say. Our God's hand is righteous and he has never done anything wrong and he will never do anything wrong. You can count on his integrity. Not only is it a righteous hand, it's an enormous hand. The scripture tells us that literally, who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand. You know this one. He's got the whole world in his hand. That's a pretty big hand. Turn to your neighbor and say, there's room for you in that hand. It's enormous, the hand of God. Third, his hand is powerful. Nothing is impossible with our God. Nothing is too hard for our God. He's powerful. He is almighty. Exodus 15, 6 says, Your right hand, O Lord, glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, shatters the enemy, no matter what that enemy might be today in your life. Shatters the enemy. That hand forth is loving. Say loving. He's compassionate and merciful. I love this scripture in Isaiah 49, 15 and 16. It says, Can a mother forget the baby at the breast and have no compassion for the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. Amen. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hand. Yes. You as covenant people are literally engraved on the hands of the almighty God. He's not forgotten you and he will not forget you. It doesn't matter what you're going through, what you're facing, how hard things have gotten, how difficult, how challenging, how much the enemies come against you. You are literally written on the hands of Almighty God. When he looks down there, he sees your name. Hallelujah. There's Rodney. There's Charlie. Hallelujah. Amen. There's Ruth. Glory to God. And there is Art. Thank you very much. He remembers us. Scripture bears us out. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. What happens when the open hand of God is operating in our lives? First of all, the open hand creates. Scripture says in Isaiah 66, 3, For my hand made all these things. In other words, God's hand is not just righteous and enormous, powerful, loving. His hand is open. Say it with me, it's open. It's one thing for it to be closed and resistant to you, but it's open before you and me. The scripture says in Psalm 104, 28, you give them, they gather it up, you open your hand, and they're satisfied with good. Not only is it an open hand, it's an open hand that dispenses good in your life. Say, it is good. And with that open hand, he creates. My hand made all these things, he said. Thus all the things come, came into being, declares the Lord. Isaiah 48, 13. Mine own hand laid the foundations of the earth, and my right hand spread out the heavens. And if he can create the universe and this world, he can create solutions to your problems. Create breakthroughs where there seemed to be no breakthrough in your situation. Not just creates, but the open hand preserves. Psalm 136, verse 12. And brought out Israel from among them. His love endures forever with a mighty hand and outstretched arm. He knows how to create and he knows how to preserve with his hand. He also delivers. Say, thank God. Thank God. 
Psalm 144, 7, stretch forth your hand from on high, rescue me and deliver me out of great waters. He creates, preserves, delivers. He secures, the Bible says. Psalm 37, 23 and 24, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall for the Lord upholds him with what? With his hand. That's why we can say the righteous may fall seven times, but what do they do? They get back up. That's why we can say with Scripture, though I may fall, guess what? I shall arise. Come on, shout it out. I, I shall arise. Why? Because His hand is picking us up. You can't fall so far down into the pit your God can't get you out again. It's just a matter of you having confidence that His hand is real, it's an open, it's available to you. Number five, that hand protects. Psalm 138.7, though I walk in the midst of trouble, you'll revive me. You'll stretch forth your hand against the wrath of my enemies and your right hand will save me. It protects, it also provides. For those of you concerned about inflation, concerned about interest rates, concerned about supply and concerned about you know, flow in terms of logistics in this country, put your confidence in God. He has never caused his righteous to be forsaken or begging bread. And he's, what he's done in the past, he'll do again in our time. It says to open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. You give them. They gather it up. You open your hand. They are satisfied with good. Say it with me. His hand is open. So don't worry about what's going on in the world. Don't worry about if the clowns are running things. Don't worry about what this person thinks or what that person says. You put your confidence in the open hand of God. Amen. He also anoints. Acts 11.21, the Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. What a wonderful thing to remember this Resurrection Sunday. The hand of the Lord is with me. Oh, I know He's with me. I'm not just talking about the Lord there generically, theologically, hermeneutically, homiletically. I mean the Lord's hand is with you. His power is literally with you. That anointing, that empowerment is there. That hand also heals. Can you give him a big hand, hand clap today? He's a healer. <laughs> the apostles came together and they prayed and cried out, Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. He didn't stop with that leper. He's doing it today. And he can do today what he did then. How many like to see him today confirm his word with signs following? That's the word. Now let's have the sign. Hallelujah. That's the word. Now let's have the healing in Jesus' name. Stretch out your healing hand. Glory be to God. Not only does he heal, he triumphs. Psalm 98.1, oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done wonderful things. His right hand and his holy arm have gained the victory for him. And Psalm 118.16, the strong right arm of the Lord is raised in triumph. The strong right arm of the Lord has done glorious things. I'm glad I'm on his side. How many are glad you're on the God side? This is the right side to be, amen? The one who has the almighty open hand of God. Say it with me. He creates, creates, preserves, preserves, delivers, delivers, secures, secures, protects, protects, provides, provides, anoints, anoints, heals, heals, triumphs. triumphs. He also judges for those that reject him. Scripture says in 
Jeremiah 15, 6, You who have forsaken me, declares the Lord, you keep going backwards, so I'll stretch out my hand against you and destroy you. I'm tired of relenting. All this tells us is that for the covenant child of God who's walking with the Lord, you get the open hand of Almighty God. If you rebel and reject Him, you get the backhand. Aren't you glad you settled this a long time ago? Maybe in church, in an altar, in your bedroom, driving down the highway, you repented of your sin and you gave your life to Christ. And now I only have one thing to say to you about that. You don't get the backhand of God. You get the open hand of Almighty God. Aren't you glad for that? Don't let you ever let somebody tell you that it doesn't matter if you're saved or not. It doesn't pay to be saved. Look at the wicked and what, how they prosper. And I'm telling you, in this day and age, you're going to become the poster child for the blessing of God. And you will see a distinction that's on the righteous of God. Say it with me, I have the open hand. Come on, say it, I have the open hand of God. In my mind immediately goes, in any context, in any message, that's all fine and dandy, I appreciate that, I believe that, but I want to see his hand activated in my life. I want to see it move in my life. You know, I tell you, it's, it's amazing how powerful his hand is and what he can do. I remember uh, our first uh, ministry assignment was in Savannah, Georgia. Everybody say, God bless Georgia. And I was, I was just out of graduate school, and Kelly and I were moving, and my mom and dad were helping us move down to Savannah. And we got to the apartment, and it wasn't as clean maybe as uh, up to our standards clean. So mom and Kelly went to Walmart. Everybody say, God bless Walmart. Turning to somebody and said, needing all the blessing they can get. Yes, amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, we didn't have anything, you know. I'm, I'm talking about even anything to put into the living room area. So she was going to buy some, some furniture and move it over there and put it into the house. And she gets over to Walmart and she gets over there to check out and she pulls out a checkbook. And the lady at the checkout stand says, well, I can't take that check. I want to take that check. How I many you know they used to do things right at Walmart? Hallelujah, glory to God, amen. <laughs> and uh, I mean, just, I mean, she's written checks all over the countryside. Just write a check and you run the thing, no big deal. But this person was giving her an awfully hard time. How I many you know that's a mistake? Yes. <laughs> and so, you know, after a couple of minutes of this, uh, she just looks at the cashier and says, well, you know, uh, and as customer service people, I'll just have to call Sam. And the girl goes, you know Sam? And mom goes, doesn't everybody? <laughs> they took the check. I want you to know something here. When the enemy comes at you, I'm just going to have to call Almighty God. I'm just going to have to call out to Yahweh. I'm just going to have to call out to what? Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is what? Dead, but he is alive. Glory to God. It's really not complicated activating the hand of God, the first thing you do is seek the face of God. You seek the face of God. We know the scripture, Matthew 6, but seek ye what? First the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you as well. We seek him. First, we're seeking his face, intimacy with him, relationship with him. This means not what he can do for you, amen, but having a relationship with him. Because he is the prize. He is the possession. He is our portion, literally. 
Scripture says in Psalm 27, 8, My heart says, If you seek His face, your face, Lord, I will seek. Here's the deal. Every person that seeks the face of God can have the hand of God. But it starts with that relationship. You may have come in here on fire for God. You may have come in here backslidden from God. You may have come in here never having given your life to Christ. If you want the hand of God, it starts with seeking the face of God. Number two, please the heart of God. You seek the face of God, then please the heart of God. How do we know how to please God? Scripture says in Hebrews 11:6, 6, but without faith, it's impossible to please him for he what? that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. I need to seek the face of God, but then I need to get to the place where I actually believe in him and believe what the word says. There are a lot of people that get, get stuck at born again. You're not supposed to get born again and then stop right there. You should be growing and developing in your faith. If God said something in his word, you believe it. If there's a command here, you're going to keep it. If there's a promise, you're going to grab it. Hallelujah. You have great faith because you spend time in his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, the message of God. So I seek his face, but I please his heart. And there's no other way to do it. I'm telling you, if you'll seek his face and please his heart, you can have the hand of God. But then just stop with believing, demonstrated through honor and obedience. Number three, expect the hand of God. Not just seek his face and not just please his heart, but expect his hand. Everybody in this room every day should expect the hand of God in their life. All the things we said he does with his hand, you should expect these in your life. I believe he wants to do something new and fresh in each and every one of us. I believe he wants us to expect his hand. The scripture tells us this. In the morning, Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Shout that out. Expectantly. Come on, say expectantly. Can we be more expectant on Resurrection Sunday? I said, can we be more expectant on Resurrection Sunday? I don't know what the need area is in your life. All I know is whatever need you have, it can be supplied by the open hand of God. Whatever the situation is. You hear my voice in the morning. I lay my request before you and wait expectantly. Every day expect to witness the open hand of God. See him moving mildly every day in your life. You hear people say this all the time. Well, I just wonder when the next shoe is going to drop. What a wonderful way to live as a born-again, spirit-filled believer. Well, I just wonder what's going to happen next. The next shoe is going to drop. How about walking around saying, I expect the next blessing to drop any time? Come on, shout it. I expect the next blessing to drop in my life any time now. Come on, say it with a raised hand. I expect... Say, I expect, I expect the next blessing, next blessing to drop on me, drop on me. Anytime, now. anytime now. See, I'm not looking for the shoe. I'm, I'm looking for what? The next blessing to drop. I expect the hand of God. Not the backhand, amen, amen. but the blessed hand who pours out good things in our lives. The only decision you have to make is if you've not been seeking his face, start. 
If you have not been pleased in his heart, start. If you've not been expecting his hand, then start. What a great day to start all over. What a great day to begin again. Amen. Do you agree with that today? Turn to somebody and tell them, seek his face. Please his heart. Expect his hand. Look at somebody else and tell them, seek his face. Please his heart. Expect his hand. I guess I'm just going to have to call Jesus. It's come to that. Messing with me, I'm just going to call out the big hand. Amen. How many know God's hand is bigger than Sam Walton? Huh? Glory to God. Your God is not offended, put out, disappointed because you ask big. Your God is disappointed when you ask small. Amen. Say it one more time. Seek the face of God. Please the heart of God. Expect the hand of God. If you're expecting the hand of God, come on, stand and give him a big hand clap and a praise offering. Bless him today.